0: Hello, welcome to Discovering Jazz. My name's Larry Sadman here in Victoria, BC. In this program we all discover jazz, old and new together. We'll listen to a wide variety of jazz styles and I'll present different topics, giving ideas as to what we can listen for to enhance our experience. Thanks to Peterborough Independent Podcasters for hosting this podcast. For the next sixty minutes, Discovering Jazz. I get quite excited when I put together programs that feature classic jazz songs and tunes, their stories, and some different interpretations of the song. That's what I have for this week, as well as last week. Here's the first one, the Tommy Flanagan Trio. Tommy Flanagan from 1983, with Ron Carter on bass and Tony Williams' drums. It don't mean a thing if it ain't got that swing. The story behind this song is a bit contentious. Irving Mills, Duke Ellington's booking agent, who is credited with co-writing lyrics for many of his tunes, but actually wrote nothing, may have had some creative input toward this particular tune. Mills claimed that he described being upset by an uneven performance of the Ellington band who were trying to adapt to performing for dance hall audiences rather than stage shows. Mills went backstage and confronted Ellington, saying, Duke, it don't mean a thing if it ain't got that swing. We gotta get back into this dance routine. Mills claims that Ellington composed a song on the spot, in the dressing room. On the other hand, Duke Ellington claimed that this was an expression that trumpeter Bubber Miley always used, and that was his inspiration. Here is the original Duke Ellington recording from 1932 with Ivy Anderson on vocal.
1: what do what do what do da da da-da-do. da-da-do. But it don't
0: Such a great tune. Duke Ellington Orchestra with Ivy Anderson. One more version by a group from Penticton, B.C., the off-ramp jazz sextet. This features Mike Treadway on vocals and drums with Justin Glibbery piano, Stan Sabarin and Larry Crawford sax, and Stephen B. on bass.
2: It don't mean a thing if it ain't got that swing. Do up, do up, do Oh, it don't mean a thing, all you gotta do is swing. Do up, do do way, do up, do way. It makes no difference if it's sweet or hot. Just play that rhythm with everything you got. Oh, do baby, yo. Oh, it don't mean a thing if it ain't got that swing. Do- <laughs> Got that swing so you up you up whoa. said it don't mean a thing if it ain't been you up on with thing swing swing do 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 Whoa, oh, it makes a difference. makes a difference if it's cold or hot. Play the rhythm with everything you got. Oh, say doo 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 If it ain't got that swing So do, 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 do Whoa, I said it don't mean a thing All you gotta do is swing So do, a do, 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 a do, 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 It makes no difference if it's sweet or hot Just play that rhythm with everything you got Whoa, whoa
0: Pretty hot. Mike Treadway from the off-ramp sextet, uh, drumming and singing at the same time. I don't know how he does that. And they're from Penticton, British Columbia. Next, another Duke Ellington classic. The story? I don't know if this is a story that you might find interesting or not, but the lyricist Henry Nemo, best known for writing the tune Tis Autumn, claims that the words of the song came to mind when he was sitting on the toilet. Here's Ella Fitzgerald from
3: 1957. I let a song
0: Ella Fitzgerald sings the Duke Ellington songbook. Playing with her are Barney Kessel on guitar, Stuff Smith, violin, and Ben Webster on tenor sax. Also are Paul Smith on piano, Joe Mondragon bass, and Alvin Stoller drums. I think I'll play one more version of that tune. Did you know that in 1956, Thelonious Monk recorded an album of Duke Ellington tunes on the Riverside label? Here's his rendition of I Let a Song Go Out of My Heart with Oscar Pettiford on bass and Kenny Clark drums. Thelonious Monk, sounding a lot less edgy than usual, I let a song go out of my heart. Anybody remember The Little Rascals or Our Gang, those short comedy films from the 1930s? This tune, written by Jimmy McHugh and Dorothy Fields, became popular thanks to it being used in one of the Our Gang films from 1936 called The Pinch Singer, where nine-year-old Alfalfa and I think an even younger Darla Hood sang it. None of them totally in tune. Here's a bit of it.
1: Baby, call
0: Well, it makes a great story to say the tune was written for Alfalfa and Darla to sing, or that it was introduced to the public through the Our Gang or Little Rascals comedy shorts. It was actually introduced by Francis Langford in the movie Every Night at Eight, released in 1935. Vera Lynn also recorded it that same year. The tune's been recorded frequently, sometimes as a pop song and sometimes as a jazz tune. The 1946 recording by Nat King Cole Trio was probably the first jazz version and Charlie Parker, Oscar Peterson and others have recorded it. Let's hear that lovely Nat King Cole version.
4: For love Simply because you're near me Funny but when you're near me I'm in the mood for love Heaven is in your eyes Bright as the stars we under Oh is there any wonder That I'm in the mood for love Why stop to think of whether this little dream might fade? We'll put our hearts together, now we are one. I'm not afraid if there's a cloud above. If it should rain, we'll let it, but for tonight, forget it, I'm in the There's a cloud above, if it should rain, we'll let it, but for tonight, forget it, I'm in the mood for love.
0: Let's stay with this tune for a moment, because... One jazz version ended up spawning a new song that a lot of people continue to record, and it's as popular as I'm in the Mood for Love. A saxophonist named James Moody and his group, the Swedish Crowns, did it in 1949, and his alto sax solo is classic. Here it is. So then what happened was three years later, a jazz singer named King Pleasure took that tune and James Moody's sax solo, and as a result, totally popularized a brand new vocal style called jazz vocalese, where a singer sings somebody's instrumental solo. From 1952, here is Moody Mood for Love, sometimes called Moody's Mood for Love pleasure.
5: There I go, there I go, there I go, there I go. Pretty baby, you are the soul who snaps my control. Such a funny thing, but every time you're near me, I never can behave. You give me a smile and then I'm wrapped up in your magic. There's music all around me, crazy music that keeps calling me so very close to you charge me your slave come and do with me any little thing you want to anything baby just let me get next to you am i insane or do i really see heaven in your eyes as stars that shine up above you in the clear blue skies How I worry about you, just can't live my life without you Baby, come here and don't have no fear Oh, is there wonder why I'm really feeling in the mood for love So tell me why stop to think about this weather, my dear this little dream might fade away. There I go, talking out of my head again. Oh, baby, won't you come and put our two hearts together? That would make me strong and brave. Ooh, when we're one, I'm not afraid, I'm not afraid. If there's a cloud up above us, go on and let it rain. I'm sure our love together will endure a hurry my baby won't you please let me love you and give relief from this awful misery
3: what is all this talk about loving me my sweet i am not afraid not anymore not like before don't you understand me now baby please
5: visit out there in that new promised land Maybe there we can find A good place to use a loving state of mind I'm so tired of being without And never knowing what love's about James Moody, you can come on in, man, and you can blow now If you want to, we're through
0: King Pleasure Today, talking about songs with interesting stories behind them. I've talked about I'm in the Mood for Love. Next, One O'Clock Jump. Here's the story. July 7th, 1937. Count Basie, fooling around at a club, riffing in the key of F, then yelling he was going to switch to D-flat. And alto saxophonist Buster Smith claims that he then started playing the opening reed riff. And the others just started improvising, and the result was an unwritten arrangement that just grew. Even the title was improvised, as it was originally called Blue Balls. Then, one day, during a radio broadcast, the announcer needed to know the name of the closing tune. It was clear they couldn't call it by its real name over the radio. I glanced up at the clock, Basie said. It was almost one o'clock. Just call it one o'clock jump, I told the announcer. You're hearing the original from 1937 with Count Basie on piano, Herschel Evans and Lester Young playing some great sax, Buck Clayton on trumpet, and Walter Page on bass. One o'clock jump. (laughs) Those old big band tunes are rarely modernized. And most recent recordings are by groups trying to duplicate the sound. Here's a refreshing exception. One of my favorite pianists has translated One O'Clock Jump into what is almost a bebop tune. From Italy, Tony D'Andrea and his trio. delightful how he both respects that old standard and totally modernizes it. Tony D'Andrea and One O'Clock Jump. Time for one more tune and its story. The composer the melody of Body and Soul, Johnny Green, wasn't a jazz musician. He was somewhat of a prodigy and got accepted into Harvard at age 15. His father tried to convince him to go into economics rather than music, saying to him, There's no bum like a pretty good artist and you're a pretty good artist. But he went into music and became an overnight sensation when he wrote a tune called Coquette that ended up being picked up by the Guy Lombardo Orchestra. But then he struggled to find work even though he continued writing in conjunction with lyricists such as Edward Heyman who made a major lyrical contribution to Body and Soul. So Body and Soul came about because singer-comedian Gertrude Lawrence in 1929 needed some tunes for a musical that she was doing. So Johnny Green wrote pieces for her, and she paid him $250 for the lot. One of them was Body and Soul. Interestingly, Gertrude Lawrence never recorded it, but in 1930, there were a total of 13 different recordings made of it, and that was in spite of or maybe partly because of it being banned from the radio for nearly a year for its supposedly sexually suggestive lyrics. But the Paul Whiteman Orchestra's version made number one for six weeks that same year, and it has appealed to jazz musicians through the years. The tune became known as the song that begins with a rest. (laughs) The classic version for jazz fans is the Coleman Hawkins rendition of 1939, which I've played before, but... It's always worth hearing again. Holman Hawkins, Body and Soul, finishing with a version by a Toronto musician, a pianist named Mark Eisenman. This album was recorded in 2006, but only just released in January of 2021. It's either called Jazz Classics or Old Wine in a New Bottle. Musicians include Steve Wallace on bass and the late John Sumner drums. This is Larry Sademan saying bye for now. Inviting you to tune into Discovering Jazz next week, where I'm going to start a series about jazz piano, an attempt for me to understand more about its intricacies, its development, and learn to distinguish, say, the difference between Mark Eisenman and Oscar Peterson. Here's a hint this is Mark Eisenman.